Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. All right, welcome to another episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. I'm your host, Dr. Barry, your favorite board-certified internist. Founder of DrBearPR.com, as well as the CEO of PR Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself for better health with the number one podcast of patient advocacy, affirmation, and education. And this week, we bring you a doozy special when we in the discussion of advocacy. I've talked about this before on the, the podcast and just on my social media platforms, that as a physician, I don't have the ability to act as if politics don't play a factor in how I take care of my patients. So I have to be politically inclined at some point because I understand that political decisions can have real life effects to the patients I take care of. And no decision like the present, depending on when you listen to this, the recent leak of the Supreme Court draft regarding Roe versus Wade is out and the silence on one side is damning. But the also vocal response of anger and fear and frustration on the other side um, is what I would expect, right? So we're going to talk today about why it's important as a physician to stand up for your patient's right, even if it may conflict with your personal responsibility um, in regards to your religious beliefs. So again, like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, Tell a friend this episode. You may need to tell five friends about this week's uh, podcast. And this week we are back. We actually missed last week. I was out. I was on nights and I could not, especially that that post call just never does me well. So I was post call. So I could not do um, our normally timed episode. We were back this week. And boy, do we have a doozy of a topic. Unless you've been living under a rock. Right, you know that the Supreme Court draft got leaked that kind of really can really kind of talked about their plans of overturning Roe versus Wade. And this is such an important discussion. Why? Because and I and I've talked about this before, right? I, I know a lot of my physician colleagues who will tell you they try to avoid politics, right? Politics is not their thing, so they try to avoid being educated in it, or they try to avoid just conversating it in general, right? And I've always talked about that. In this field of medicine, we are so entwined. Unfortunately, it's, it's usually like oil and water. We, we are so entwined with the politics, the administrative aspect, as well as the medicine aspect of healthcare, right, that you have no choice, right? You have no choice to decide that I'm only going to focus on just the medicine and taking care of patients and not act as if the other issues, especially when we talk about administration, especially when we talk about governmental policies and how that affects how you practice playing a factor. So Roe versus Wade, right? Just again, quick little refresher. It was a Supreme Court case decided in 1973, 1973, almost 50 years, right? Where they talked about the right of privacy and the importance of allowing a woman to make her own decision on her body in regards to whether she wanted to have an abortion. 
at the time, just to kind of give a context, because and it will, the context in 1973 will kind of look like the context we have here, where you had states that were anti-abortion, anti-allowing a woman to decide what they want to do with their own body, and essentially forcing women to have pregnancies that they did not want. And I want to stress that, right? Because a lot of people I've seen, especially when you when you hear kind of the 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 arguments, is well, why do they want to have an abortion? What's the reason? as if they need a good reason to have an abortion, right? That's just crazy to me in and of itself, right? But like neither here or there. So we have a situation where in 1973, you had states essentially forcing women to have pregnancies that they did not want. And of course, and we'll talk about this towards the end of uh, the episode, not really supporting them after they have the baby, right? And again, and we're assuming a lot when we talk about being pregnant to having a baby. We're assuming that everything is all hunky-dory, that there is no complication, that there is no issues that happen during the pregnancy. We're assuming all of those things because we know that that isn't the case. We know that the risk factors associated with pregnancy not only include infection, not only include um, bodily harm to not only the, the 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 potential child, but also more importantly, the mother. Right. Not only we know that there is a, a significant risk of homicide, right, for people who for women who are pregnant, right. It just is what it is, right? Like we we know and depression and like like anxiety and all these other different factors, right? We're assuming all of these are perfect and saying like, no, you have to carry this baby out uh, to turn, right? Like, which is just crazy in and of itself, right? And as we fast forward to 2022, we're already seeing states like Texas, Tennessee, we're seeing Florida trying to adopt some laws. We're already seeing these kind of like same type of policies trying to creep back in to our system. And then we throw this big joker of the Supreme Court leak saying, hey, like when when like we're starting to formulate our decision, right? And decided that, hey, you know what? We want to allow the states to decide. Sorry to break your concentration. I know you were probably knee deep into today's episode, but do not forget, check out our Lunch and Learn community store, shop.drbarrypierre.com. Remember to use the code EMPOWER10. And make sure you are leaving us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Not the actual person we want the state to decide. Now, let's just think about that, right? Let's think about, let's again, let's minus ourselves out of the pregnancy. Let's say if the states decided, hey, you know what? I want the states to decide what you eat for dinner. I want the states to decide what you wear. I want the states to decide, well, like, like just imagine like that level of craziness associated with it, right? But like, there's a lot of people actually okay with the state deciding whether a woman should remain pregnant. And again, and we're not even talking about the lack of support that the state is likely going to give them because they're going to give them a lot of little. They're going to give them a lot of little when it comes to support, especially if they do care the baby to term and they need resources, they're, they're going to be demonized and everything under the sun after they have it. But like during it, they want all control. And I've, I've talked about it. And I'm going to show a video. And I talked about a hypothetical situation that flipped it. That say, you know what? Instead of us looking to try to control women, what if we try to do something that control men? Right. And I was on TikTok, a person I follow, um, username Steven of the 90s. 
I followed him. He made a great hypothetical situation that I thought was hilarious because I already kind of figured what response I was going to get. And boy, like, was I right? And then some, right? So let's, um, for those who are watching the Medicine Mondays, you'll be able to watch the video. If you're listening to this on a podcast, you'll be able to kind of, you know, hear the audio, but you'll still get the gist of it. I solved it. I solved it. I solved Roe v. Wade. All men should have to get a vasectomy at what, age 12, 13, somewhere in there. And you cannot get it reversed until you and a consenting partner sign paperwork to have a child. I solved it. I solved it. I solved Roe v. Wade. All men should have to get a vasectomy at what, age 12, 13, somewhere in there. And you cannot get it reversed until you and a consenting partner sign paperwork to have a child. Again, for those who, again, just to kind of again, get the drift of it. Here you have a situation, again, hypothetical. It's just hypothetical, y'all, because don't kill me in my comments or my YouTube because I already know how y'all do. I have a hypothetical situation where we say, hey, you know what? All men at the age of 12, you guys got to get a vasectomy. Doesn't matter. You guys got to get a vasectomy, medical procedure. And when you get a vasectomy and when you're ready to reverse that vasectomy, you need a partner to say it's okay to reverse it. Then you can have a baby. Now, mind you, I knew I was going to get some response. I figured I was going to get some response because I typically get responses with situations like that. But when I tell you this video alone has over 135,000 views, like almost 800 comments, right? Like I think 12,000 people just love share. Like it was like the response, the visceral response to that, that just that hypothetical situation drew told me all I needed to know. I had people educating me on what vasectomies were. I had people educating me on the reversibility associated with vasectomies. I had people educating me on the autonomy of our bodies and how we can't just force medical procedures on uh, men because it may not be reversible and it may cause harm. Mind you guys, I know if you're, I know if you're watching and listening to this, the irony around it is absolutely deafening, right? I had people telling me that it's 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 not the same as forcing a woman right to uh, have their baby because it was a woman's choice, right? I had people telling me like, why should they need permission to have a baby by like, why should they need someone else's permission to have a baby by someone else? Which again tells me one multiple things, right? It tells me that men, because majority of them were men commenting, it tells me that men have no clue, right? That a lot of women need permission to have a baby. Right. Just like the state and this government is trying to force women permission to not have a baby. Same exact thing. A lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of irreversible harm and effects that occur to women when they get pregnant. Right. Like it's like a lot of people, again, don't again, let's say if you're a 24, 25 year career minded woman. Right. And let's say you do have a baby and you say you're ready to like tie your tooth because you say, hey, my baby factory is done. A lot of people don't realize that the amount of an uphill battle that they typically have to go to if they're deemed too young to have their tubes tied, right? Just a lot, just, just amount of craziness associated with the hypocrisy of a hypothetical situation in controlling men's reproductive systems. 
but like have they this they they will not make that same leap when we talk about trying to control a women's reproductive system they won't do it they can't i don't know if they can't i hate to say they can't do it but like clearly like again after 135,000 people watched that video clearly a majority of people are like dumbfounded that that hypothetical situation would even be possible not realizing that that is exactly what's happening here in this country and this is why I really wanted to talk about this as a physician, as a physician, again, and I'm not here to talk about your religious beliefs because your religious beliefs have nothing to do with the patient. Like, let's stress that out right here and there. Your personal religious beliefs have nothing to do with the patient, the patient you're supposed to be taking care of. So this is at a time like this, like you can't sit on the fence and say, hey, I don't like talking about politics. no. Politics is in your back door. Politics is in your office. Politics is in your back pocket. Politics is deciding which procedure you want to do. So that whole, I'm not talking about politics, like that's trash, right? That is you trying to duck under covers in, in, in a situation that is very real and is very life-threatening to women in this country. So here, this is, this is why I am getting really sounding the alarm if you're a healthcare provider, right, you have to be at the forefront in educating because, again, we just have to assume that this is a leaked draft, but they're going to go through with this, right? So they're going to go through with abolishing Roe versus Wade, right? They're going to go through and saying, hey, let's leave it up, like not leave it up to the patients, which, again, it sounds crazy, not leave it to the patients. They're saying leave it up to the states to decide what an individual person should do with their body, right? They're, they're okay with doing that. So as a physician, we healthcare providers around the world, especially in the country, for sure, we have to let we have to start educating our um, our patients, right? Like what to do with their pregnancy, what to do um, uh, to avoid pregnancy, especially if they're concerned that they may need an abortion, and if they're in a situation where they need abortion, and maybe they're not in a state that will allow them. Like, what options do they have? Because you're already seeing organizations, medical organizations, you're seeing even a lot of celebrities like speaking out saying like, hey, we are not going to take this lightly. And I'm pretty sure like the Supreme Court justices who are voting to overturn this did not want this information out at the time it's out. I'm almost sure of it, right? This is clear. I mean, from a political standpoint, it's a very bad timing, right? We Again, if you're in the political, no, right? Again, like I said, as a physician, I understand how important politics is and how I practice. So I've always been aware of what's going on. I always try to keep my ear to the streets, right? So just this aspect of their decision does not shock me, right? Because we knew when the way they were loading up the Supreme Court that this was in danger. But now that we are, now that, again, really the general public recognizes that this is in danger, what are we going to do now? Like, that's that's what we're going to hear the champion, right? Like, how are you going to be educating your patients how are you going to educate your patients if they do want an abortion and they leave, they live in a state, Texas, Tennessee, some Florida, maybe like all, all these kind of copycat states, right? If they do live in these types of states, like what do they do next? Because your patient is going to be looking hopefully to you as their healthcare expert and as, and as their advisor. And you will be doing a disservice to your profession, right? If you want aren't there to help your patients, or two, more importantly, now interjecting your, let's say, personal slash religious beliefs onto your patients, 
right? Like you would be doing your patient a disservice. And if you're, again, if you're concerned, right? If you're concerned that your personal religious beliefs may play a factor, right? In doing what's best for your patient, like refer your patient to somebody else. <laughs> like it just is what it is, right? Refer your patient to somebody else if you don't think you can make the best. And honestly, not only just for this abortion issue, really for any issue, right? If you have personal beliefs that will conflict with what's best for your patient, you should remove yourself out of your patient's life. Like it just is what it is, right? You should not be a barrier standing in the way of your patient, right? For a myriad of health issues, but it's specifically one as significant as this. And again, I want to, you know, before we go, right, I want to, again, just kind of harp on this aspect that, you know, this is just one of many decisions that are likely to come that's going to be affecting our front door, right? Like, again, the abortion is just one thing, but imagine all of the other issues that now a state can decide whether or not to allow to be true, right? And if you're a physician, if you're here to take care of patients, you have to understand that like this is coming down the pipeline, especially if you're one of those those states, right? This is coming down the pipeline and you really have to be ready, right? And again, we're not, again, uh, I'm, I'm fired up, but I'm fired up because I know that like I'm going to have to, again, obviously I'm an internist, y'all. I've I said this before, I'm an internist. Women's health is not my thing, but you best believe we're going to get some women's health experts on here on the show to kind of educate us, talk about what we need to do, what we should be doing, what should be the concerns of, of what's to come, especially from a decision like this. Because it's it's maddening. It's maddening. It's scary. It's frustrating that women, again, um, have to deal with so much BS, right? And again, like I said, right, if we were talking about a nation, right, that took care of you when you were pregnant, took care of you before you got pregnant, took care of you during your pregnancy, took care of you after your pregnancy, yeah, I might be having a different discussion. But no, we want women to have the responsibility, like, hey, if you get pregnant, that's your fault, right? So you should be responsible for avoiding pregnancy. You should be responsible for avoiding any sexually transmitted disease. And if you do happen to get pregnant, we're going to step in and won't allow you to have any responsibility anymore until that baby arrives. And then all the, all the decisions are back on you again, right? Like that's just crazy in and of itself, right? And we, again, we just can't stand for that because we already know who's going to be predominantly affected more, right? We already know that the those politicians who are in these states, right, who are more affluent, right, if they need an abortion, they're just going to fly their significant other or, you know, their side piece or whatever that, they're going to fly them out to a state and get that done, and be right back in the state telling you that abortion is bad. We already know that that's going to happen, right? But if you're in a lower socioeconomic status, if you're a likely minority, if you're like if you're in those states there where you you just can't get up and go to a different state, right? Now you are going to have to deal with the burden of being pregnant and everything that comes along with it. Just a little crazy. Just a crazy, crazy matter here in this year, 2022. Um, again, this I want I wanted my audience, especially in the lunch learning community, to understand that I am with them, right? Because again, I can't tell you to empower yourself for better health, but when it's time for you to make your own decision, not be okay with someone else making that decision for you. No, can't do it, right? So I am your truly Dr. Barry Pierre. Again, I'm gonna see you guys next week. Uh, hopefully, next week's episode isn't as you know 
fundamentally charged, but I think something like this, you you almost have to be hype because uh, if you're not, right, things like this happen. See you guys next week. Thank you for getting to the end of the episode. I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, favorite board certified internist. Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and more importantly, share this to at least two of the five of your friends and family members that you know that could be empowered with the words that you heard today. Again, so appreciative of all you guys' support. See you guys next week.